Hey, Fit Family, and welcome back to the Move Your Body Differently podcast. Today on the podcast for my 25th episode, I am talking about 10 things I wish I knew when I began my health and my fitness journey over 10 years ago. So one thing for every year that I wish I knew. I cannot wait for you to listen to this. I just pray that the Lord moves as you listen and that you see and you reflect on your own health and fitness journey and see how far the Lord has brought you. And if there's anything else you need, I am here for you. I hope this resonates with you and I will see you in there. You are listening to the Move Your Body Differently podcast, where we talk about how your theology of God affects your wellness journey. I'm Shayla Darty, a Jesus follower, wife, mama, and owner of SD Fitwell. I know staying healthy and fit can often feel like an obligation and can leave you feeling defeated, anxious, and maybe in an endless cycle of losing and gaining weight and wondering why in the world you just can't get it right. And that's why I'm on a mission to see generations of women take back their health and fitness from the enemy and instead honor God with their bodies by exercising and eating healthy because we get to, not because we have to. For too long as women, we've been held captive by a never reaching standard of body beauty and it is time to break free. By seeing your wellness through the lens of the gospel, you can be empowered with boldness, more confident in the gifts God has given you, and increase your mental and physical capacity so you can be more present to those around you. If you're ready to feel free from the weight of your current health and fitness regimen, then keep listening. I can't wait to share with you how the gospel shapes our fitness and health journeys. Listen while you work out, drive in the car, or while your kids run around crazy, but go ahead and invite Jesus into your wellness journey and let's see how he changes our hearts together. Hey friends, do you struggle with feeling any of these ways? Miserable, just on a daily basis, lack of energy, chronic fatigue, if you have any autoimmune disorder and the symptoms that that causes, if you keep hearing that nothing's wrong with your body, your doctor's looking at your body and they're saying everything looks fine, but you don't feel normal. Or if you're struggling to lose weight because you're too tired to work out or you struggle with really intense cravings or both, there is something you can do for your health. I want to invite you to join myself and my friend Lacey Lane for her free, you heard that, F-R-E-E, free three by five functional medicine workshop. In this workshop, we are all going to hear about common misconceptions in the current healthcare world, why you don't have answers to your health issues right now, how to go from unhealthy to healthy in just 90 days, her personal three by five functional medicine framework for optimal wellness that she uses with all her one-on-one clients, strategies for implementing that, that framework. So you're not only going to hear information and be educated, you're also going to have practical takeaway steps for what to do in your own life, in your own unique situation. You're going to have a workbook to take notes with and tools to get started today. Plus, there will be a Q&A time at the end. I will be there as well to help answer any fitness-related questions, and she will be there to answer any nutrition and health-related questions or blood work or all different types of things, or if you have autoimmune disorders. So I would love for you to join me. Please join for free, again, in the link in the show notes below. You are not going to want to miss out on this. And if you can't get there live that night when it is happening, she is going to be recording it, hopefully as long as technology goes well, 
and sending that replay out to anyone who cannot join live. That is signed up. So even if you can't make it live, still sign up. You're not going to want to miss this. It's going to be a great time of just being educated, hearing her wisdom, and really finding some practical tools for our health. So I would love for you to join that. With that, we are going to get into this episode. Hey, Fit Family, and welcome back to the Move Your Body Differently podcast. Today, I'm excited to talk to you about 10 things I wish I knew when I started my health and my fitness journey. I have been in my health and fitness journeys for over 10 years now, and so I have seen a lot of sides of it. I have been on all sides of the spectrum, and I'm excited. I just took a little trip down memory lane to look back and see what I wish I knew at the beginning of my journey. And no matter where you are in your journey, I hope and I pray that this is helpful for you in that one of these places, one of these 10 resources or reasons is helpful for you, can help point you in the right direction for where you are right now in your own health and fitness journey. And so with that, we are going to dive in. The very first thing I wish I knew and had when I started my health and my fitness journey was the book, The Wellness Revelation by Elisa Keaton. It is like an eight-week, nine-week Bible study. I don't know if anyone, I started my health and fitness journey when I was in seminary at Southwestern, and I don't know if there would have been anyone local that was leading a class teaching this Bible study, but even just having the book and reading through it myself would have been very helpful to have a great foundation of why my body mattered in the kingdom of God and why I was taking care of it and keeping my mind in a good space and not becoming obsessive or apathetic about my body or my fitness journey or my nutrition. And so that's the first one. Or there's a a devotional book out there. I think her name is Cambria Joy. I have not read through the whole thing. But it looks like I I have the book and when I flipped through it, it looks like it would be a great resource to start out with and just understanding your perspective of your body through the lens of the gospel. And so that is another resource that I wish I had to begin with to just continue to keep my eyes on Christ in my health and my fitness journey. Number two is I wish I had known the hand method for nutrition. This is a nutritional method. My SD Fitwell nutritional method that I teach all of my clients. It's actually in my SD Fitwell app. There is a nutrition 101 course that teaches the hand method. I wish I had known this to begin with because I ended up diving into macros, deep diving into macros, tracking my macros, doing the whole if it fits your macro schemes, all of those things. And while it was helpful in allowing me to learn what protein what protein is, what carbs, fat, how there's crossover in some of them and you know, it was helpful for me as a learner to understand the composition of foods and types of foods. I wish I had known the hand method because that is what's going to help me stay healthy and whole lifelong is the hand method. And that is really recognizing portion sizes according to the size of your hand. And it's amazing because you take your hand everywhere. And so if you want to deep dive into that or a quick overview, head, you can join my SD Fitwell app. You can get a free seven-day trial and jump into that nutrition 101 course and learn what this hand method is. There's tons of printables and videos explaining what it is and even some Q&A type questions in there that help you break down what this might look like for combination foods or, you know, like lasagna or tacos or, you know, those kind of things. But I wish I had known the hand method because the hand method, while it's not as accurate as macro counting and calorie counting, It is effective long-term for your health and understanding 
eventually understanding intuitive eating for your body and eating until satisfied instead of just eating until you hit your macros or eating and being hungry once you've hit your macros because you're in a deficit. And so hand method is the second thing I wish I would have known. Third thing I wish I would have known is to build muscle before I went into a deficit. So as soon as I started learning about macros, I was only probably four or five months into my fitness journey and I immediately went into a into deficit when it came to my calories because I wanted, I knew I'd been hopefully building some muscle through the CrossFit that I was doing and I was like, well, I want my muscle to show. And so I went into a deficit, but I wish I would have waited longer and if I had known the hand method too, that would have been great. I wish I would have known that I needed to build because I had never built muscle before. And so that was only three, three or four months of only working out two days a week, which is more effective than not working out at all. But I had never strength trained before. And so by going into a deficit so quickly into strength training, I really had no muscle there to help keep my metabolism high and going. And I was moving straight into a weight loss phase. And all that does is, while yes, you may lose weight and may lose fat, you're also losing muscle because you don't have much muscle and I wasn't doing enough strength training in order to keep the muscle that I was building. And so I was not only losing, while yes, I may have been losing some fat, I was also losing muscle at the same time. And so I wish I would have spent a season of time, even a year of building muscle and potentially even just recompositioning my body in that year instead of going straight into a deficit when I learned about what cutting calories was. As soon as I learned about that and macro counting, that is when I started doing it. And I wish I hadn't. And I wish I had built that muscle over the course of time first and just seen what my body did and how strong my body was instead of immediately thinking something was wrong with it and cutting calories in order to do so. So that's the third thing. The fourth thing, I wish I had known that exercise is a way to renew my mind and that the body change will come with it. I talk about that all the time here on the podcast, how when your body moves, your mind renews. And if I had known that then, knowing scripture, knowing, you know, thinking about scripture while I'm working out and keeping the Lord, you know, keeping scripture, keeping the Lord in the forefront of my mind, in my movement, instead of thinking about calories, which is where I ended up thinking about becoming obsessive over my calories and my, my workouts to try and reach my goals. That's what I started thinking about most in my workouts. I wish I would have known that when my body moves, my mind renews, and that's the perfect time to be inputting the truth of God into my life as well. Number five, I wish I would have known my body is a spiritual matter. It is a war ground, ladies. Your body is a battlefield. It legitimately, and I don't just mean because of if you've had babies, you have scars and stretch marks and all of those things. Well, yes, that is true. It is a battlefield for Satan to do work in your mind. Because our body is typically either, you may be openly talking about it or privately talking about it to yourself or your spouse, but it's one of the things that trips us up the most as women because we think about our body often, how it looks in clothes, what it looks like when we walk by a mirror, the doing the clothes check, even just walking by a mirror. How does this look? Oh no, it doesn't look good. Taking it off. You know, like instead of just being confident in who in what size body we're in, in the moment, thinking, constantly thinking about our body, our food choices to help make our body the way we want it to be. It is a battlefield for Satan to move in our hearts, 
and in our minds. And when we're those thoughts are when our thoughts are consumed with our body in those negative ways, when we're renewing, guess what we're doing? We're solidifying when our body is moving and our mind is renewing and we're thinking about our body in negative terms or thinking about life circumstances in negative terms. Our body is solidifying that in our minds and in our brains and our neural pathways. It's that is what's becoming common in our minds to think about instead of like the previous one, thinking on higher things and thinking on scripture and thinking about how God made our bodies good. And so knowing to begin with that my body was a spiritual matter would have made a significant difference in in my journey of obsession and apathy throughout my fitness and my wellness. Number six, I wish I would have known with my body that my goal is to embody Christ, Holy Spirit, because he lives inside of me, not try to conform my body into the image of society or what I think it should look like. And that's really, really hard. I still struggle with that. But when we embody Christ, when, when we have let go of the standards or we are consistently working, it is hard work. It is hard work to change our thought processes, y'all. It, you know, even just in the slightest of ways, like, oh, I have, you know, a fat bulge here or, oh, you know what I'm talking about? Like, I'm not going to hold back right now. You know what I'm talking about? Like, oh, I have stretch marks. Oh, I have this, you know, oh, I have this back fat, you know, all of those things. It's really, really hard. And you have to be really, really consistent, constantly trading that kind of talk about our bodies with the truth of scripture. But when we are doing that constantly, we can embody who Christ is, the love that he feels for us. We can also feel, we can feel that towards others for ourselves and others as well, embodying Christ. And you can also learn more about this in Elisa Keaton's new book, The Body Revelation. I will put all of these resources in the show notes below so that you have these as well. At the time of this coming out, it may be live, but it may still be on pre-order. But The Body Revelation talks a lot more about embodying what it means to embody Christ in our body. So that's the sixth thing. The seventh thing, getting uncomfortable. I wish I would have known that getting uncomfortable is the key to both physical and spiritual breakthrough. I One of the reasons why I loved CrossFit to begin with was because it was the first time in my life that I tried things. And even though I failed, I kept trying again. And it really taught me that failure is only a learning opportunity. And I will forever be grateful for that because I wouldn't be where I'm in my business today if I hadn't learned those lessons through physical strength training, through through exercise, through CrossFit. It was CrossFit at the time that I was doing, but I had to get uncomfortable. I had to always, I had to be continually getting uncomfortable in these uncomfortable places. And that's when change happened. But it's this, the same is true for our spiritual lives as well. When we get into uncomfortable places in our body, what we want to be doing is first getting in, uh, getting into uncomfortable places in in our spiritual lives, and you know, seeing the Lord work in that and being bold and feeling confidence in that. But being getting into uncomfortable places in our fitness is a way, is an example of seeing how we can do that spiritually too, and learning that pr- principle of getting uncomfortable and doing that for our spiritual lives as well. And so, I wish I would have known to begin with. That not only was it good for me physically, which I understood it was good for me physically, but that it was also help, would help that uncomfortableness physically, applying that to my spiritual life 
would help bring spiritual breakthrough in my in my prayer life, in my life with the Lord, my Bible reading time, all of those things. Getting into uncomfortable places, getting into uncomfortable places of trauma or past hurt or body image issues, like you know, like I've talked about, and working through those. And I'm gonna talk about that in just a second too. But getting uncomfortable, knowing getting uncomfortable is the key to both physical and spiritual breakthrough. Eight. I wish I had known that deprivation of foods would only lead to more cravings or overeating in the end. And that's really when it came to when I was calorie counting, I would deprive myself of certain foods, sweets, those kind of things, or I would eat them, but they would take up like half my calories for the day. And then I'd still be really hungry because they weren't satisfying. They weren't fulfilling. And so then later, you know, I'd be eating chips and salsa or something. And then I just wouldn't track them because I'm like, but it'll be fine. It'll all come out wash. Well, when you're calorie counting, it doesn't come out wash. But the, you know, the thing there was deprivation, depriving myself of food or even my favorite foods only led to more cravings or more quote unquote binge eating. I didn't necessarily binge eat when you, to the point of where you think, you know, of a eating disorder, binge eating, but I would get to the point of like, well, you know, my calories are shot today anyways, so might as well eat three more cookies. You know, it like get to the point, I, w- I would get to the point where I was just tired and I would just eat whatever I wanted. But it was because I was depriving myself of the foods that I enjoyed the most that in and of itself mentally was taking a hold on me and was affecting me later on and making me crave these things or making me want, you know, have this all or nothing mentality. Well, the day's shot, you know, like deprivation will only lead to more either deprivation or binge eating or cravings or not being able to stay on track. That's why now I teach my clients, don't deprive yourself, eat your favorite foods, because also when you eat your favorite foods, you learn how to eat them in controlled portions. You learn that you can sit and eat pie if you like pie, Without eating the whole thing, you can have a slice and you can enjoy it and you can feel satisfied when you give yourself permission to eat your favorite foods. That's number eight. Number nine, walking is hugely underrated, but highly effective in your health. I wish I would have started walking sooner. I ran a little bit when I was in seminary and while I was doing CrossFit, but I really enjoyed that. And I wish I would have just worked on walking even and listening to scripture because again, Continued movement will renew your mind, not just in workouts, but also just walking, moving your body in whatever way feels good for you and walking and thinking and, you know, podcasts were kind of just becoming a thing back then, like 10 years ago and really pouring truth into my mind or just reading, having the Bible being read while I was walking, those kind of things. I wish I would have walked more. It's really only been in the recent, you know, Honestly, more so I've thought more about it this year than any other year in my fitness journey. And it has been so good, not only for my physical health, but my mental health as well. And my spiritual health of thinking and praying and scripture memory and all the things that you can do when you walk, whether with your family or by yourself or a spouse. My husband and I now do walking date nights and it's the best thing ever and we love it. And so I wish I would have known how highly effective walking was. And that I didn't just have to be hardcore CrossFit all the time. You know, I could do something as simple and as little as a walk and feel good, both physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, all the things. And that leads me to number 10. The last thing that I wish I knew to begin with 
And this one is that obsession and apathy both need to be wrestled through. And what I mean here is that it is okay to experience one or the other of these. And I have experienced both sides of the spectrum on this. If it's not one thing in life, it's going to be another. And I am talking specifically in the context of exercise, nutrition. You know, even if you there are no, there's no obsession or apathy when it comes to health and fitness, there's probably at some point in time in your life you've experienced it over something, whether it's worry or anxiety, you know, wherever that is, work life, home life, mom life, wife life, all of the things, no matter where you've experienced it, you've probably experienced obsessive thoughts over something or apathy over something. And it's okay to have those. Let me just validate those feelings right now. But it's not okay to stay there. And we need to name it. We need to wrestle with why. We need to invite Jesus in and watch him illuminate the why and clarify what he wants going forward. I wish I would have known when I went swung into the the obsessive side of the pendulum with macros and exercising and running and CrossFit and two-day workouts and, you know, all of those things. I wish I could have named it, named the obsession that I was feeling, the, the consuming, all-consuming thoughts that was there surrounded by food and how many calories I was burning and all of those things, named it invited Jesus into it. And maybe I didn't even know how to name it, but I could have just invited Jesus into it to begin with. And he would have named it for me. Trust me, y'all, he's going to expose anything in our lives that are not Christ-like. And so he would have exposed this for me. And he did eventually, but I wish it could have happened sooner. But for to invite him in, to name the feeling, the obsession, like the mental load it was taking on me, wrestle with it and understand why. And the root of why for me came down to how I wanted my body to look. It came down to controlling this area of my life. It came down to wanting a physique that was like cultures or that was like these CrossFitters who were in these competitions, you know, comparison and body comparison, but then body shame. And, you know, it came down to a lot of these root issues of why I was wanting this And had this obsession and this control over my fitness and my calories and my macros. And so I wish I would have known sooner that one, it's okay to feel those things, but it's not okay to stay that way. And and we have to be able to recognize it, name the unhealthy patterns, the unhealthy thoughts, the unhealthy thought patterns, the unhealthy eating patterns, the unhealthy exercise patterns, to notice them, name them and ask Jesus what to do with them, why they're there, and to expose the truth behind it. And he is more than willing and able to do it. And so that is my 10th thing, naming obsession and apathy and wrestling through it on a spiritual level, not just on a physical or mental level, but on a spiritual level. And so those are the top things. There were so many more too, but those were the top 10 things I wish I had known when I had started my health and my fitness journey. I pray that one of those is helpful for you. And even if you know all of those things and you're doing great, that's awesome. You know, I'd love for you to reach out and tell me what the Lord did and how he worked in your life and got you to this point where you feel good in your body. You know, your body was made on purpose and for a purpose and how he brought you to this point in your story of transformation, not only outwardly, but inwardly. I would love to hear that. And if 
you are still struggling today with thoughts over your body or thoughts of your food or, you know, macro counting, even calorie counting and really, you know, thinking about that more than, than thinking about and trying to be satisfied in the body that you're in, then reach out. Let me know. I'd love to pray over you. I'd love to point you to any of these resources. You can also just go to the show notes below and order any of those resources that I have mentioned or join me in the SD Fitwell app and learn that hand method. See how I use scripture throughout every workout to renew your mind and keep your mind thinking on things above instead of on your body, what you're wanting your body to look like, how you're wanting to transform or conform your body to a certain ideal or image, and instead focusing your mind on Christ in the middle of your workout. Thank you so much for listening. As always, please be sure to review the podcast. If you are listening, either just tap that five stars below or you know, write a written review. I'd love a written review as well. That helps other women know that this podcast would be really good for them too. And please, I'd love for you to share it on social platforms as well. Tag me on Instagram at SDFitwell. I will repost that. I am so thankful for all of y'all. And you know, by the time this episode comes out, there will have been almost 1,300 downloads on my podcast. And that is amazing considering I only started a couple months ago. So kudos to you ladies out there listening. Thank you so much for that. That helps me know that this is resonating with you. And if there are more things you want to learn about or you have questions on, please don't hesitate to reach out on Instagram at SDFitwell and ask questions or say, hey, I'd love for you to talk about this. I, again, am the most personal, personal trainer out there and I am here for you and in this journey with you and still working and learning through it as I go. So thank you all for listening. I'll talk to y'all later, Fit Fam. Hey, Fit Fam, it's a blessing to be in this journey with you. The best thing you can do after listening to this podcast is to leave a written review so that other mamas can see the value in their health and fitness journey through the lens of the gospel. Be sure to tap subscribe so you get notified when a new episode airs. I am the most personal, personal trainer out there. My clients, app subscribers, and podcast listeners really do become my good friends. So if we haven't already, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at SDFitwell. Shoot me a DM and let's start a conversation. I truly want to see the Lord work in your wellness journey and be in it with you. I'm so grateful you've listened. Let's get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I can't wait to chat with you in the next episode.